This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. This is Jeremy Michael Clark reading One Fire Quenched with Another. One. Pained as he was when he gazed upon his father's face, he held his gaze. Two, toward what he'd never known, he walked, somehow both arrogant and begging, the purple of his father's robes like a bruise. Three, as a river over time can forge a way through stone, so absence bore through him, leaving a valley where his voice echoes off the canyon walls. Four, his mind had narrowed until all it held was an idea of father, until so fixed on the idea his mind seemed under siege. Inside him hummed a longing, one he felt compelled to fix, so named it Flaw. Five, what the boy wanted, to finally know his father's face, evidence at last of his origin. Six, felt within a longing, felt and therefore knew a weakness he wanted to master. Seven, a desire to know and a belief he deserved to, these were the human parts of him. Eight, fiery, dawn steed, scorcher, blaze, the horses the father owned, the horses the father, knowing he would fail, let his son steer. Nine, is this devotion? Ten, to master, control, rein in, hoping this might prove him a man, perhaps a god. 11. There are gaps knowing cannot fill. 12. What boy has not dreamt himself a noble son, has not prematurely thought himself a man? 13. He lost control of the reins, and the horses did what one expects from animals whose lives had always been tightly squeezed between two fists. 14. Breaking from the path they'd always known. Fifteen, they galloped nearer to that world from which they'd been kept. Sixteen, not out of malice, but a kind of mercy. Seventeen, for the world the father feared the horses would destroy. Eighteen, finding himself at the mercy of what he'd sought. Nineteen, gone too far to turn back, gone far beyond his father now, with further still to go, ignorant of the names of the horses behind whom he was now dragged like the tail of a comet hurtling toward earth, as in all directions he sees the destruction he'd caused. The flames licking trees at the roots, licking dry the ocean's mouth, licking the faces of each living thing until they turned to ash, until the world without grew hotter than the world within, until a dizzying heat rose from the soil, until in his feet, twenty, the boy could feel the world ablaze. Twenty-one, free me from these rains, he cried, perhaps to God, perhaps to Father. 22. The difference indecipherable, more or less insignificant. 23. For even though he'd met him, the boy still knew himself. 24. Fatherless, godless, no less abandoned than he'd been. 25. The world to which, for better or worse, he once belonged, now gone. 26. He belonged nowhere. 27. To save what could be saved, to salvage what had not been lost to punish his failure to master what no other ever had. The boy, 28, was struck dead and buried. 29, 
beside a river, which began again to flow toward the distant mouth, thirty out of which it would finally empty. About this poem. The title of this poem is borrowed from David Rayburn's translation of Ovid's Metamorphoses, specifically from the story of Phaethon. Whenever I read this story, I can't help but recall my experience of meeting my father for the first time in my 20s. This poem tries to articulate the pain of finally finding what one has been looking for and how it can't solve the pain of having been without it.